And welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. Well, we're not really reliving my youth this week. We're reliving my son Zach's youth. He's going to be 16 in December. And we're living my one-year-old son Tyler's youth as well because we're having Chad McNamara on. He played Rooney Doodle in the Doodle Bops. The show lasts three years on Disney Channel and Zach loved it. We saw the show live and they still show it in reruns, I believe, on the Stars Network. And we were going through it one day. We came across it. We recorded an episode just, you know, for all time's sake. And Tyler absolutely loved it. It's his only show he'll watch. He loves the music. He dances. So I recorded a little video of him dancing to the music of the show. I put it on Instagram. I tagged the Doodle Bops. And Chad got back to me. And I had him on the show. Great conversation. We talk about just how he got the job, some of the you know secrets behind the show. You learn something about children's shows as well. Chad, super nice guy. He tells me what he's been up to these days. And I hope you enjoy the conversation with him. So, Chad, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Before we look back, just uh, fill me in what you're up to these days. Uh, so, I uh, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I recently, in the past, I think, five years, have slowly started kind of to go on the other side of the table in terms of direction and choreography. Uh, yeah, my body was getting sore from dancing and doing <laughs> right. eight shows a week and all the different musicals and stuff and traveling. So... Uh, I turned to that and then I fell in love with it. And then from there, I was offered a, a full-time job as a professor of music theater at St. Lawrence College, um, located in Brockville, Ontario. Um, so I've been slowly working away at that and teaching dance full-time. Right. And you mentioned, obviously, like the wear and tear on your body, you know, from you know, performing all of them. How, 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 like, what is really like the shelf life of a performer, like in like shows? How, like, what's the age they usually start to say, I'm, I want to get out of it? Yeah, I think it changes for everybody. I know, uh, like when I look back to when I did, I was in the original Canadian company, Mamma Mia. I was 19, 20 right. then. Um, and I think I'm one of maybe three in the entire cast who's still working in the business. So a lot of people kind of decide to leave. Um, you know, I would say around when they, for, for mostly females, it'd be when they want to start a family. Uh, from what I've heard and my friends, right. I think it's harder to kind of bounce back into, you know, show girl shape after you right. have a baby. Uh, having said that, I have many friends who have had babies and, you know, yeah. went on to do Broadway shows. Yeah. So it's different for everyone. I know for me, it was, uh, I think I, I, I was like in my early 30s, I realized right. like I could still do it all. Right. Uh, it just took a lot longer to prepare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where I used to go into a half hour call at 7.30 and do my show at eight o'clock, I would now go in at like six or 5.30, have a salad and then stretch for two hours. Right. <laughs> Did you experience any like, uh, like serious injuries as your time as a performer? No, actually I was lucky. I never ever was injured as a dancer. Um, it wasn't until I taught, uh, just I was choreographing I was choreographing a musical nine to five. And in the audition, I was running it and I broke my foot. Oh, and I've wow. never broken anything in my entire career. Oh. But yeah, I, I just got, I got the boot, went to Emerge, yeah. got the boot. And the following week I was back and I right. choreographed the entire show. Right, <laughs> wow. <laughs> so when did you first like realize you wanted to be a performer? Uh, I started young. So I, my first show was, I did Oliver 
Okay. I'm from Ottawa, Ontario in Canada. And uh, there was a professional kind of, it was a community theater, but it was professional um, ran. So it was basically run off like, you know, the Canada's act, like a equity union and all the same rules. They yeah. bought the original choreography and all the rights. So it was kind of a pre-professional training program for a lot of us. Um, yeah, so I was about 11 or 12 when I auditioned okay. for Oliver and I got in. Uh, and then I was, it was over for me. You were over, right. You were <laughs> hooked. Yeah. So your obviously family was supportive and everything like that. Very much so. Yeah. 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 And they were great. And then I, cause on top of that, like I had rehearsal three nights a week. So I was like in grade nine, uh, rehearsing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and all day Sunday. And then on wow. the days that I didn't have rehearsal, I was dancing at the dance studio or singing or singing lessons. So oh, wow. I look back and think my, my mom especially was like a superhero with driving and dropping me off. Yeah. What, was it difficult to balance like schoolwork with like your uh, performing? No, um, not to get like sad, but I, <laughs> I, I didn't have the greatest, like I was made fun of a lot in school because, okay. you know, the only boy taking ballet classes. Right. Um, so, and I grew up in a small town kind of outside of Ottawa. So I didn't really have like the social life at school that like to try and right. counter my social life. Yeah. So I kind of, when I was at school, I worked really hard and I knew that I wanted to get the hell out of there. Out of there, right. So <laughs> I, worked, I worked my butt off and um, I did really well in school. And then I was yeah. able to like reserve my fun and my happiness for right. my dance classes and yeah. my my right. Life. Yeah. No. So then, obviously, being you know dance class, you saw other you know boys like you from other towns. So exactly. obviously, it was easier to kind of gravitate toward, towards them and totally, totally. Know, yeah. mindset change. That's great. Have you had like, you know, in the years you know since then, like have young boys who want to you know be performers and have the same experiences that you did, give them any advice? Have they asked for any advice you know from you or anything like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I judge a lot of dance competitions. Um, all over North America. Right. Uh, and it usually happens there. You know, you see, like, I mean, it's a lot easier for boys now. I think, yeah. you know, when I was growing up, like, the, if you didn't play a sport, you were immediately made fun of or called gay or girl boy. Right, right. You know, the F word that I hate. Yeah. Um, so it was a lot harder then, where now it's so, I mean, it's way more, I don't know about parts of the States, but I know here it's very much accepted. So, yeah. like, here too. Yeah. People are celebrating their, you know, sexuality at like right. 12 and 13. Yeah, which is great. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I still, I still, like, I see a young me when I judge dance competitions and I see this, like, nine-year-old right. boy who's just, like, wants yeah. to be fierce and doesn't right. know how and, all, you know, yeah. he's a role model. And I make sure I always try and give him a special shout out or, you know, meet them and talk to them. And then when I was doing Doodle Bops, for sure, I got yeah. a lot, a lot of moms would reach out. Um, yeah. You know, because I never really hid who I was, but right. a lot of moms would reach out and be like, you know, how did you cope? And my, I think my yeah. son is, you know, similar to you and they would never say the word, but right. you know, it was great. So I hope, yeah. you know, I had a lot of great conversations openly with moms and right. tried to help them just accept their kids for who they are and stuff. Right. So how, how did you cope? Um, well, like I said, I had... For me, it was, it was my, my theater and my dance friends. Like I was able right. to go, like, like exactly what you said, I would go to my rehearsal at night and they were right. 18, 19 year old guys right. who you know, were openly gay and just themselves. And I was just in awe of them. Yeah. I didn't know why, but I just knew that I identified right. with who they yeah. were. So for me, it was just something that I got to see and I couldn't wait to be that, you know? 
Yeah. Um, and if, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said it was always easy. It was always easy yeah. sometimes. Right. You know, did I want to like stand waiting for my bus and have like an apple core thrown at me? No. No, of course not. No. But uh, I was, I was really, I don't know where I got my confidence from, but like I was, I, I was strong in high school. I was able to just yeah. fight it off and, you know, right. roll my eyes at them and be the bigger person. No, that's great. I'd imagine that performing and being in front of people on stage probably gave you that confidence. Probably. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now that you say that looking back, like, yeah, I guess that's what it was. Like, I would get the admiration that I wasn't getting yeah. from friends and teachers in school back from an audience. So right. yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it does. Absolutely. You mentioned, you know, you, you uh, choreographed nine to five, you did Mamma Mia, Sister Act, all these, you know, fantastic shows. Which one was your favorite to work on or be part of? Uh, I mean, they all like hold a special place. Right. It's like your children, uh, right? <laughs> totally. Because they're yeah. all, you know, some shows I met a best friend that I still right. have today on. You yeah. Know? Some, uh, in terms of theater, uh, like Mamma Mia was pretty special because it was yeah. my first mega musical and it ran, right. for, it ran for five years. I did yeah. it for two and a half. Okay. So not many people get to say that. They did a long running, huge, you know, Broadway yeah. musical. Um, I did the tour. I did it in Toronto for a year and a half. Okay. It was just, a, it was an amazing experience. Right. But the one show that I could probably do, that I never got sick of, like eight shows a week every yeah. day, was Hairspray. Okay. So that was my prime. That was like my. The, I I never had a bad time doing that show. Yeah. Right. Every single song, dance, everything yeah. I did was so fun. Right. And then of course, Doodle Bops changed my life. So like that was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Um, obviously, I was not the target audience, but my, <laughs> yeah, my, my son now, who is going to turn 16 in, in December, absolutely loved, loved the show. And we saw you guys when you came to Connecticut. Uh, you know, fantastic show. And one of the things I really liked about your show, it was it didn't really try to, like, jam down, like, educational stuff down your throat. It, you know, it, the plot of the show had a couple of things that were educational that kind of you know like life lessons which, which is great and the music too you know was great for both kids and adults and you can sit and listen and the songs get stuck in your head and you're not sick of them no you know, which which i i really enjoy because some of these kids shows you hear the same stuff and you want to bang your head against the wall but well, I, I have a two-year-old so i know oh, so you know yeah you know right now away. i get it yeah exactly so oh, so when you're two two-year-olds have you shown him the doodle bops yet i did yeah, yeah. uh I showed him when he was like a baby and he was more just like kind of like, yeah. like mesmerized, but didn't really. Right. Yeah. And then he went through a small phase where he watched a couple episodes. Yeah. I think, I think he would like it. I just, I, I have <laughs> kind of no interest in showing him. Like no, I, I, will, I will eventually probably. Right. Yeah. I just, I like him discovering his own thing. And I don't yeah. want to be like, oh, that's daddy. Or, yeah, exactly. Know. Trying to force it on him. Yeah. It was my mother, my mother tries, but. Yeah, right. Exactly. He was into it for a while. Like he would yeah. say, they doodle pop, like he would try and watch it. Yeah. Right. And he didn't put two and two together. But yeah, no, I, I don't, I'm good if he doesn't watch it. <laughs> right. You know, I hear it. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are plenty of others like, you know, we're still watching it because now we have a one-year-old yeah. and um, they, they show reruns now on the cable channel still. So we just recorded one just for nostalgia purposes and he started watching it. And it's the only show he absolutely loves. He sits there, he smiles. And, and you saw the video on Instagram. He smiles, he claps, he kind of moves around. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's, it's fantastic that it's kind of like a generational thing. You know, it's came out early in the, in the century and now it's still, it's still growing strong, you know, reaching a new, uh, a new generation of children, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bittersweet that whole story is bittersweet. Like it, it should, it should have kept going for a few more years. I agree. Yeah. It got all caught up in like 
money and producers right. and fight with Disney. And it just kind of, yeah, it was like, well, if you do this, I'll do this. And then yeah. our company was like, well, then we'll do this and we'll pull it. And Disney was oh. like, fine. It, so it, it never really had, I mean, I think it was just about to like, I mean, we blew oh, up, man. we blew up. Right. Our company. It was awesome. And I'm very grateful. Yeah. Um, but I think it could have had another like two more seasons, maybe. Probably. I mean, because I, I thought it was just as good, if not better, than, say, like, The Wiggles or anything like that. I, cause... Yeah, we were, like, just starting to beat The Wiggles. Like, the, yeah. our, our last year of airing on Disney, we, we, we yeah. kicked them out of their time slot. And oh, we great. Got, we yeah. got the 7.30 time slot, which is prime yeah. for school. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, no, so, uh, you know, uh, usually a shelf life for a kid's show is three years, which right. sounds so short. But I because kids grow up so fast. Exactly. Like when I found that out, I died. I freaked out because I was like, you know, Mr. Dress Up for me as a kid. Did you have the states? No. Oh, so it was a big show in Canada. Okay. And it and I was like, oh my god, I watched that my whole life for seven years, and yeah. I found out when I worked um, yeah. at the same production company, they right. only had five seasons of that show, and I was like, oh, uh, what? Yeah. In my mind, it ran because it ran for like twenty nine years. Right. But Keep showing it and showing it. During the same. Yeah. Kids grow out of it. Right, and it's right because so, like. Oh, I'm sorry, because like no, a lot of, you know, just going through, obviously, you know, with, with all my kids, uh, you know, there are some shows, obviously, now there's Paw Patrol that's lasted a little bit longer, I guess, because, you know, it's just crazy. And they, you know, obviously, don't want to pull the plug on all the merchandise and, and everything like that. But a lot of the other Disney Junior shows, they last a couple seasons. And, you know, like you said, they move on, like Little Einsteins, my son absolutely loved. And it was a fantastic show. You learn a lot. The music was great. And, but that also, short shelf life, and then they, they move on. And it's, it, it's and do you know why? That one, no why. So, same thing as us. So it all comes down. This is what I've learned. Okay. <laughs> it, it all comes down to merchandise. Our show wasn't selling merchandise. Like our show right. was a great show, and they loved right. it. Like you, we really couldn't land. We tried with Mattel. We tried with like yeah. um, Tiny. Like, we tried all these big, huge, and they were all like, "Yeah, we love the show. We love the show. Yeah. We like, got to come up with a concept." Right. And, like we tried to. We like. We were going to sell our clubhouse that like opened up, but then okay. people thought it would be too girly and like a dollhouse. Mm. So then we tried to do like, you know, the instruments and that was our yeah. high ticket. That was a big ticket. People bought right. those. But yeah, we just couldn't come up with like a right. band to right. sell. Yeah. And it just, that, that's, that's usually, if a show comes and goes into like two years, yeah. that's exactly why. Good toys, right. Where I go to the grocery store and you can buy anything Paw Patrol. You can oh, buy yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can buy like, like yeah. I just bought a bath set for my son. Right. A bath mat and like things yeah. like it. Right. So that, that show's golden. But I actually yeah. love that show. Yeah. I mean, I, my, uh, he's, my son's not involved in, in yet. He probably will be. But um, yeah, because you can always add another pup every year. Totally. To more merchandise. Yeah, the and it's, yeah. The big transporter truck. The right, of course. And yeah. Every time I watch a new season of it, they introduce like, now we have a super blah, blah, blah. Which right. means a second toy line. Toy, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, my oldest was uh, love Thomas the Tank engine. And all, so many trains, you can just, you know, go through it. But I found that show completely boring. Like I said, I'm not the target audience, but it's good when you can have a show that both kids and adults can watch at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, but with, with the Doodle Bobs, how, how did that like um, audition come about? And when, how did you first hear about it? So uh, my story was, um, my story is very, very different than the other two. So right. um, they had a workshop, but when it was like a speck of an okay. idea, like they were like, oh, let's try right. And see if this will if this works. So they invited like 
50 to 80 people to come okay. into the workshop and they sang and they danced and yeah. I wasn't part of it at all. I didn't even go. Hmm. Um, it was going to be called the heartbeats. Okay. Um, so this workshop was called, like it was a new project. It wasn't even called a TV project. It was just a project called the heartbeats. And there was right. one song written and it was TikTok, um, which is from season two. Uh, and it was like, even it was recorded as mm-hmm. like, um, like where the heartbeats, like it wasn't even right. Google box then. Anyways, long story short, um, they got greenlit from CBC, okay. which is a Canadian broadcast right. company. Um, and then they went to go ahead, plot the name, Heartbeats is already taken. Okay. Like a development show, so they couldn't use it. So right. they came to Doodle Bops and then did a massive audition. Yeah. So my story is I was about to move to New York City to okay. be on Broadway and do Mamma Mia in New York. And I was super excited. It was my whole goal, my whole entire career. Yeah. And then I got this audition for Doodle Bops and I was like, like, no, right. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Like, it's, yeah. like I, I couldn't be furthest from kids TV. And they were and then my agent was like, oh no, you should go and blah, blah, blah. And he told me the team, I knew the choreographer who I was yeah. like madly in love with. He's amazing, super right. awesome guy. So I was like, okay, well maybe I'll go to the audition. Yeah. Um, and then anyways, bottom line, I went to the audition I kept making it through to the, I, I kept getting like, you know, yeah. through all the cuts. There was about 200 right. people at like 7 a.m. By the end of the day, there was, there was down to six. And then they hired Johnny and Lisa on the spot. Okay. They brought me and this other guy named George in who, George Nazuka, who's actually became yeah. a pop star in Canada. Right. Uh, brought the two of us in together and said, we're torn. You guys are very different. Yeah. Love both of you. We're going to send your auditions to network, okay. like to the CEOs and the yeah. and they're going to decide. Wow. And then two weeks later, I got the call that I got it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, yeah. That, so I, I, I still was kind of angry about the whole like Mamma Mia thing, but I had done the show. So I was torn. And then, yeah. you know, they were like, it's TV. My agent was like, do you know how much, like, do you know how much yeah. t- TV is? Right. <laughs> So then we talked a bit about that and then I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest was my life changed for 10 right. years. Yeah. Now, like how, obviously, you know, being on in, in front of the camera and like, you know, real life is completely different, but what was the chemistry like between you and Johnny and Lisa, like off screen? Um, in the beginning, it was very weird because we didn't know yeah. each other at all. Right. Um, so it was like, we were three, was, I had this one picture that I love yeah. so much. Um, and it's the three of us on the first day of rehearsal and we're sitting outside of this dance studio we were going to learn dances from. Okay. And we were just sitting there with like our dance bags and we like didn't know <laughs> each other. And right. the choreographer, David Connolly, he took a picture of the three of us. And to this day, I have that yeah. picture. I, I post it on Instagram every now and then. Right. <laughs> so we got to, I mean, Johnny was a baby. Uh, like he was, I think, still in high school. Like I think he oh, was wow. like okay. 16, 17. Right. Lisa and I were closer in age. I think we were 20, like two and three. Um, so he, it was one of the, this is the best way to describe it. It's like one of those things where we would kind of fight and like be a like, gang up on each other and right. like constantly tag team and take turns. <laughs> and we could get away with that. But if yeah. anyone said anything about each other, about any one of us, right. we would like have each other's back. That's great. So we became this like insanely close family. Yeah. Um, Lisa and I, uh, the girl who played Dee Dee, yeah. we became inseparable, probably within like three months of shooting. Right. And we've stayed best friends. We speak yeah. every day. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah, so she, I brought her, like she came to my cottage one year for New Year's. Yeah. Um, and she met my cousin and actually fell in love and they got married. Oh, wow. And now she has two kids and she's related yeah. to me. <laughs> that's, oh, that's great, yeah. Really, related now. That, 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 that's yeah, awesome. so her, yeah. so like her, my, my first cousin, is, yeah. she married him. So now she's te- like her kids are technically yeah. my second cousin. Cousins, they yeah. call me Uncle Chad, but still, right. like, that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I see her at weddings and funerals. Yeah, and, yeah, and we chat. We talk. I was her man of honor at her wedding. She was my maid of honor at mine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we stayed really close. Johnny, yeah. um, he was on a different path. Uh, yeah. When we were filming, I was really close with him, especially yeah. near the end, like because right. he was older. Yeah, um, and you know, I was I was older than him, so I kind of. I think in some ways was a little role model. Yeah. Um, but he was always wanted to be a star. Like he wanted that LA life. He wanted yeah. to be in LA and be in LA. And, <laughs> right. And he did it for a while. Um, but yeah, ultimately I think he, yeah, we don't really, we don't really keep in contact anymore, okay. unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully your past will cross, you know, again. Down yeah. The and, road. and if yeah. they did, and if they did, it'd be amazing. I don't right. think there's any, like, there was like nothing happened. Like, right. Just, yeah. We didn't stop being friends. We just, right. uh, he was doing Jersey boys. Not long. That's ago. right. Yeah. And, uh, I, he, they played Toronto and I reached out to him and I was like, Oh my yeah. God, we should meet. And yeah. he was like, yeah, come see the show. And I, like, I tried to, I just, we, I couldn't work it out. I couldn't yeah. work it out. So, you know, that's unfortunate, yeah. but right. say lovey. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, you know, you guys were heavily costume, makeup, you know, gloves or anything. How, how long did that process take at first? Uh, for TV, a long time. Right. Uh, we were, I was in a makeup chair around, like my day started at like five. So I get up at five. I would just like throw on basically nothing, like whatever yeah. was beside my bed. Um, head to the studio. Um, you know, you go to your like catering craft service, get yeah. your breakfast. Uh, and then I went to my dressing room and kind of zoned out and had a coffee. And then right. I think my makeup chair time was 6.05 usually. Uh, and I was in there till about seven. Wow. So about an hour. But like with TV, it had to be so, like it was a whole process. Like you had right. to do a whole like layer of white yeah. and blue on top because the, the cameras get so close. But yeah. when we did live shows, I think my record was like, 13 minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Cause it's really not close ups or anything like that. Yeah. And they kind of, we, uh, they hired Mac or I don't know if Mac volunteered or there was some sort of Mac connection and Mac developed a line of makeup for us. Okay. So it became this like tube that right. basically like you, it's like a glue stick. Yeah. And you could wind up and then I could do my, most of my face blue myself. Yeah. And the makeup artist would just go over with the airbrush machine and just smooth it all out. <laughs> and then I did my own eyes and I, right. like whatever else was yeah. done. Cause you're, you know, you're in a stadium full of like a million people. So it's yeah. like, no one's seeing your face up there. Right. Yeah. The camera's did not it, here. Right. Exactly. Did, did both Johnny and Lisa have the same amount of time in the chair as well? Uh, yeah. Mine was the worst cause it's blue. Yeah. Um, so if like it rubbed off on our neck, on our, the lines of our costume, yeah. I was always the one who was getting touched up. Which <laughs> uh, and then Johnny's was the easiest cause this was yellow. Mm-hmm. So it was closer yeah. to pigmentation. Right. So his rubbed off. It was kind of like, yeah, it's didn't okay. really tell. Yeah. Right. Um, Johnny and I were the biggest babies. We <laughs> yeah. Lisa was a pro. She didn't mind it at all. We both were like, oh, like we just couldn't stand the like the <laughs> yeah. brush and the makeup. Right. Um, the first season was the worst. Uh, 
I don't know if you noticed, but if you watch a first season episode, it's so you good. Had, like, right, you guys had ears too. Ears and yeah. like, the hands were awful and everything right. was hot. My hair, yeah. the wool hair I had. Right. Yeah, it went like under the cap, like full. Oh, wow. <laughs> so second, so by the time I got to the second season, it only kind of like went to here, yeah. like just around the crown of my head. Right. And then all this was mesh, the top, so I could okay. breathe. That's good. And then same with my, my unit, like my unitard first season. <laughs> It was like that like crazy lycra material that went yeah. right down to my waist and then into the pants. Wow. Huh. Where second season, it was just yeah. the sleeves and right. then right under like my chest, it was yeah. matched right to my knees. Okay. So it was all just like breathable. So oh, right. it was like night and day from first and second season. So right. second well, season was a lot, manage- a lot more manageable. Yeah, right. Did they get, get your like input on, on the costume? Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That was yeah, good. they were great. We didn't have like Wiggles power, like right, Wiggles, yeah. they own their own show. Yeah. Um, hence why they're, you know, billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we didn't own the show. Like did like CBC Cookie Jar Entertainment owned the show, yeah. then CBC yeah. like acquired the rights and then Disney. Right. Okay. So, you know, we were treated very well and we were always given input on yeah. or asked for our input on right. costuming. Like we were allowed to have a rider and like we did okay. catering and all that stuff yeah. was what was our say right but no in terms of like you know owning the actual property yeah no. right. like we had to share in it or something okay yeah what about the ears was that like your your you guys decision no you heard of them no. Oh, they decided from, yeah so when disney bought us right because there are a lot of changes <laughs> yeah so disney was like because you know your budget goes from like 1200 to like 92 mil or not yeah like, like yeah. no 12 million to 92 million not kidding yeah like it's uh-huh. crazy so like the show changed completely. Yeah. Like you got, we had like, you know, we had the same songwriters. We always had a, great songwriters. Yeah. Um, you know, just like everything from like, everything went up. Like the, our costumes got re-envisioned, everything right. got, that's when they tightened Lisa's skirt in. She's <laughs> in a bell dress. Right. And also she's like in a tennis dress. Um, yeah, it was nuts to, to learn all the ins and outs of kids TV. Like. Yeah. Like I remember once they had, they wanted like, the executives wanted mm-hmm. to like make my, the backside of my costume tighter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. for what purpose? Like, right. I go, well, you know, like moms yeah. like to see, and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> but I guess it's true. Like, you know, we yeah. all, we get like mail and stuff from, and like, you know, right. people would find the us on Facebook. Well. It was before Instagram and stuff. But, okay. You know, so people would find us on yeah. Facebook or, they'd get a hold of our emails or they'd write cards and it was like from like yeah. moms. And I was like, right. Oh, this is a thing. Yeah. You know, and like, I, was, I wasn't allowed to ever, my character was never allowed to do anything wild and crazy because that was always Mo. The Mo, right, exactly. So they, wanted, they, wanted Mo, they wanted all the boys to love Mo. They wanted all the girls to love Dee Dee and they wanted moms and dads to trust well, me. me. Okay. That's why when you watch every episode, I'm yeah. always the one at the end who is like, guys, we should have been working together as a team. Like, right. I've yeah. always had the like... You're like the moral conscience of the, yeah. Of the three. And they, yeah. And they, yeah, and they did like fate, they did, um, what's it called? Focus groups. Right. Over, like, you know, yeah. what do you guys want to see? And like parents were like, we want we want to know that we can leave our kids. Like, they wouldn't leave their kids yeah. with Mo. Of course not. But if, but Rooney, if Rooney was there... Right. that's okay. Then they, then they could go over. So like they, yeah. they learned to trust the doodle bops. It's a right. whole thing. It's very fascinating. Yeah, no, that's amazing, yeah. So in the first season, you guys had Maz, and then yeah. the and having Jazz. Was that also a Disney uh, decision, or is that just the actress wanting to leave? Um, <laughs> that, that was I think that was the the actress wanting to leave. Right. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think it was a good fit for for uh, um, Kim. Her name was Kim Kim Roberts, and she's like very. She's like kind of like Canadian famous. She's in everything. Yeah, right. Um, she's a fantastic woman. She's yeah. awesome. I've worked with her since. We did a movie together actually. Oh, and great. I Watched on set, and I was like, Kim. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing her in Schitt's Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We did. Uh, what was the movie called? Doctor Cabby. Anyways, it was yeah. it was fun. Um, she played the judge and I was her court reporter. And okay. <laughs> we, all of my scenes were with her. Right. And uh, we had a great time. And we talked a little bit about it. I think it was just, we were so young. Like we were all, it was our first yeah. birthday. It was our first, I was came from theater. Right. Lisa had done nothing. I think she had done the Charlottetown Festival and Johnny was in high school. So we yeah. were kind of like, didn't know any of the rules and she right. knew all the rules. So, you know, the directors and the producers yeah. were trying to like make us like work too late and like, work longer than we should yeah. have. And she was kind of like, no. no. So in hindsight, I would be her now, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it was a good fit. And I think, right. you know, I think that she was used to being on different, on sets that were different. Okay. Um, but then I also think that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And once, once Jasmine came on, yeah. it just, the whole show just clicked. Like, right, yeah. We just became even closer and, yeah. And she's like Canadian, like legend royalty. She used to be on right. this SNL in the, 70, in the 60s and 70s. Wow, okay. Yeah, Jackie, yeah. she's amazing. Right. I still yeah. see her. Okay, oh, that's great, yeah. Of all the songs you guys performed, uh, which one was your favorite? Um, which one was my favorite? Like for me to sing or for the three of us? Well, for, I guess for you first, and then as, as a you know, trio. I think my favorite, my favorite song I ever did in that show was the ukulele song, which I've never done. I did it once right. live. Okay. Um, uh, but Lisa's slow song was always the big hit. So everyone, yeah. everyone right. wanted when the lights go out. So my ukulele never got the chance. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, in terms of a Rooney song, I think I loved Rock in the World from season okay. three. Right, yeah. Um, the guitar solo I did not love, but okay. I, liked, <laughs> I liked doing the beginning part. Yeah. And in terms of the whole all, uh, full song, I loved Get on the Bus was always fun just yeah. because it was the first thing we ever learned. Okay. And it was the first thing we ever recorded. Yeah. And we, we learned that choreography in a, we didn't even have a studio. We learned it in a lobby of a, like a, an old abandoned theater we were shooting one day. Wow. And then we had like a 20 minute break and the choreographer yeah. was like, guys, guys, guys. So we were like half in costume, half right. not, And we were like, learning that choreography. Yeah. So, and I walk by that place every now and then because I have friends who live in that area. And I always look into that lobby yeah. and I think, oh my God, if anyone ever knew, that's exactly like, that lobby. That's yeah. like in between the two, like the main doors and the outside doors. Right. Where you like buzz someone in. We like learned it in there, the whole thing. <laughs> so that's where like Get On The Bus was born. Yeah. So that one's always fun. And there's another one that I can't think of the name of it. Getting Along. Okay. Yeah, getting along was always right. fun. It was about the three of us, and yeah. there was a part in it where we all kind of come together and like yeah. we all like hug. Right. Yeah, that was always a fun moment. Yeah, so I'd imagine you only had to really record the get on the bus sequence probably once, right? And they edited it in for the show. Yeah, but it was brutal. It's like we <laughs> did it. Um, so at the start of every season, yeah. so three, all three seasons, we would re-record get on the bus yeah. um, and the pledge. Okay. It was a full day. <laughs> so we would do get on the bus from probably like 7.05 a.m. once we all got on set. Right. And we would do it 
like probably until 3 4 p.m wow back to back and then with yeah. makeup patches you sweat and then it's like all yeah. the lights and yeah it was brutal but like super fun like and it yeah. was always but yes you're right we only did the things we only shot once were that and then in season two and three we did that the turn into our jackets and costumes right. yeah once um don't pull the rope with the water was once yeah which was my favorite day just to watch mode well good so yeah <laughs> we hated it <laughs> um did you have to do it was so much pressure right like there, and right. i think only once i feel like season two he had to redo it oh okay like there didn't there wasn't enough water, water. Like, right. wasn't enough, like <laughs> him or something right he like got he did the pull yeah. got soaked but it kind of poured onto this side of him right and he knew right away and they were like yeah, cut yeah. and he was like oh, and like just said that word <laughs> uh, and then they had to like get him and then you have to go yeah. back and there was like an hour set up oh and, like, wow everything off right redo the wig prep fix his yeah. face it was just a nightmare that's funny Meanwhile, we admire you know having wine somewhere yeah <laughs> just laughing at it <laughs> yeah. yeah do you guys ever pull pranks on each other um on the live tour, for sure. Right. Because that got old. Like, not old. Yeah. It was always amazing. But that right. got, you know, like, when you live, we live on a bus yeah. and you become a, you become a family. That's when we, right. I think that's probably the, the closest we ever were when we lived yeah. on the tour together. Because we had three big, like, three big tour buses. And then one just for the yeah. three of us right. with our company manager. Um, and you just become so close to your crew and the car, like the head carpenter and the right. how lighting and your sound. And you just become like those, be that becomes yeah. your only family. Um, so yeah, so then we do the odd prank, I think on live shows, like someone would always, you know, be off stage or doing something. Yeah. TV, not so much. TV was a right. lot of work. Yeah. We had fun. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah. I remember those days being long and over time and, yeah. You're in that costume and the makeup. Oh, then, and, yeah. But no, I'm trying to think of something. So on the, you know, the clubhouse doors that Lisa and I came out of? Right. So behind those doors, we would write down, right. like they're covered in yeah. Sharpie. So like, I'm, whoever finds them one day, it's right. covered in French <laughs> And like, if we kind of yeah. couldn't find someone that day, we would like write there, like we'd write what they said and blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, <laughs> find an inside joke way for us. Yeah. So, yeah, right before we come out of those doors, if right. you look behind them, it's just covered in covered. like, <laughs> kind of like signing of a yearbook. Right. So that was always fun. But no, not so much pranks. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Right. The, the, the live tour, um, could you imagine how like, that it was going to get that big? Would you be playing some of the venues you played, the sold out crowds and stuff? No, never. Yeah. No, it was a shock. Um, I'll never forget our first ever, so you know like your Mall of America? Yeah. So we had that in Toronto, outside of right. Toronto, yeah. it's called Vaughn Mills. Um, I remember we were on the air, so we debuted in January 2004, and like February 24th or something, I'll never yeah. We had our first like meet and greet sign. Okay. So we built like a riser stage at this like kind of, your, our version of Mall yeah. of America. Right with like a backdrop with the doodle box on it and like three little like kids yeah. library chairs that we're supposed to sit on. <laughs> right. And you know, we had no idea if it was going to be like 
five minutes, 10 minutes yeah. or like no one there. Right. We pulled in and they had to shut down the mall and call extra security. Cause wow. like thousands and th- like so many people showed up. Right. And that was our first like, oh my God. Yeah. This might be a thing. Right. We had no idea. We didn't know if anyone was watching. Yeah. We didn't know if. Yeah. Like it just launched in January. So we had shot the whole year before. And then you kind of send it out into the universe and it's like, right. maybe we'll see yeah. you next year. Like we had wow. no idea. That's great. I was already auditioning for other stuff. Cause I was like, I don't know. If you know, it, right. It can go away, you know, just as fast, but luckily it didn't. And then, right. yeah. Then we signed with a company called Feld Entertainment in the States. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. They you, you do a lot of shows. Yeah. yeah. Disney on ice and yeah. Yeah. So then they signed us and they did a test crowd. We opened the Ringley Brothers Circus at Madison Square Garden. Okay. Wow. And they called us to the, yeah. do like do one yeah. number. Right. I'll never forget like running, coming out of like, you know, where the hockey players would come out of. Yeah. And yet like, I mean, they're like, you have 30 seconds to get to that middle platform. Yeah. And you see it on TV and you're like, okay, cool. That's great to yeah. know. And then I remember like flying out of the gate and the crowd going crazy. Right. Sold out. And we're like sprinting to this like yeah. little platform to get yeah. to our mark before we start our we're the Doodle Bops theme song. Right. And that was like like that was just like yeah. that. Yeah, there was a couple standout moments of like that. Like I remember um where's Green Bay? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. That was insane. For some yeah. reason we were huge in Green Bay and Ohio. Right. Okay. Ohio was crazy, but Green Day, we played some massive... Do they have a hockey team, too, or no? No, just uh, football. Yeah, we, we played some massive venue there. We're yeah. like, it was five tiers, yeah. and it was sold out. And I'll never forget that. Yeah. And we all did like a... Because we did a do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. And I remember all three of us were like... Just looking at each other right. like... What? Holy crap. Because <laughs> you, know, you played like, you know, God knows where the night before to like... Right. You know, a good crowd, like a couple yeah. thousand, but not like, yeah, like, you know, rock concert. Yeah. Wow. Did you, uh, did you actually play the guitar? I had to learn how to play uh, chords. Okay. I never played on like live, obviously with my fingers. Yeah. Um, but I, we all had to learn, like Lisa had to learn how to play like all like right. piano keys. So yeah. she, she wasn't just this. Right. <laughs> I had to get, like transfer from like A to yeah. B. Like I learned like I think five chords. Okay. So that I actually and then I kind of like did my own homework. I just did like right. where's my hand when it's like really high, you know? Yeah. Like right. I made sure I knew I didn't look like an idiot. Yeah. And I fooled a lot of people. Like I remember a lot of like dads would be like, Are you playing? Yeah. If. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt, I felt proud of my work that they thought that maybe it was. Yeah. No, because you have to look at it. It's like it's gotta be hard with those hands to actually be playing, but yeah. Yeah, but they had, like a lot of them assumed that I was playing like on the album or something. And right. Okay. Yeah, and then Johnny too. Like he was with the most exposed because he like actually had to yeah. play. But, yeah. So he had to learn. He, I think he probably learned the most. Okay. And then yeah, um, yeah. at the end, of, obviously, each show they had your concert. I'd imagine you probably just filmed one concert the whole year, right? And then just edited yeah. each song. So we'd or, bit, yeah. yeah, we'd rent a theater at the end of our shoot date. Um, usually towards the end, and then we didn't actually invite people. Although, yeah. fun fact, <laughs> the first year because we had right. no audience, yeah, that was, I think it was like a Clifford tour. <laughs> oh, okay, I saw that too with my son. <laughs> yeah, so like all of the 
like when you see like kids like doing something that we're doing, yeah. it was really a fluke. That was like at a Clifford show. Oh, wow. But because our company produced that show, they owned the rights to it, so they could use it. Yeah, so it was fine, right. Um, but no, the second and third season was our, it wasn't our live shows that like, that we did with Feld. It was always yeah. different. Right. That was an actual TV shoot. So we would invite people for free. Like my mom's in a couple of those. My right. niece and nephew came down. Like it's just kind of a free for all. Yeah. And then we shot two. We shot one in the morning. We shot all morning. Okay. And then we'd have lunch. Yeah. And then we'd start back again and shoot. Because I think we did like a, like three camera yeah. wide shot for like right. thing, And then you'd go in and you'd reset for. Yeah. Right. Two. Yeah. To get close ups. Yeah. yeah. That was most, that was one day. Right. And then I guess when the show ended, you guys did a uh, animated show for a little bit too. Yeah. I like barely, I barely remember yeah. that. Right. Um, yeah. Like we kind of knew from the get go that it wasn't going to work. Okay. Um, we were happy for the work, obviously. Of course, yeah. But it just didn't feel the same because Disney and our company basically had that like falling out. Whatever, yeah. And then Disney let us go. Then CBS picked us up, which was great. Uh, yeah. So we were happy about that. But then we were thinking that CBS might launch our, our live show. show. And they said, no, we won't commission that, but we'll do a cartoon. Okay. And just like, you know, when you just like hear the songs, and I'm like, these aren't as good. Yeah. And I think just the cartoon it didn't really lend itself to what it could have been. And right. the animation was different. It wasn't as like, yeah, it wasn't like Paw Patrol. Like, right. Like I can tell when Ryder's rolling his eyes, you know what I mean? Where yeah, no, I, yeah. We were kind of like, it was just, I don't know. Very robotic. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it wasn't the same. I, and like, yeah. we were all in different places. So like I, I, I recorded most of that. Uh, they brought us all to Toronto, I think like for two weeks. And then we did the music together. Right. But then we were both, we were, the three of us were kind of so busy because we all wanted to like ride the coattails of the Doodlebop fame. So we were all yeah. like, like nonstop. Like right. I was doing tons of work in um, New York and Toronto and Lisa yeah. was working. She was doing a lot of cartoon voiceovers and radio jingles. Right. Johnny was getting called, like he was up, you know, for movies against yeah. Efron. So like well, we were all kind of like yeah. doing our thing. So eventually they like kind of let us do whatever, wherever we were. So I would do right. like, I was in Ottawa or something. They, we, they'd find yeah. me a studio and give me the right. address and I would show up and work with random people. Okay. And it'd, all, and it'd all be through, you know, wires and phone. Yeah. So it just didn't, it didn't have the same like vibe. Right. We yeah. all did high school musical together. We booked that show as a, as a okay. studio, um, yeah. Canadian premiere. So I was, Lisa and I were Ryan and Sharpay. Okay. Uh, and Johnny was Chad. Um, so it was like on the it was like on the theater marquee, like yeah. the two flops, whatever. Right. So we were all together. So they did a lot of the episodes there. So we were okay. in Halifax doing that. So we did okay. that. Yeah. So that right. was fun. But yeah, no, it was good. It, I mean, I I didn't I, I couldn't like I couldn't sing you one yeah. song. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Where I could still do all three seasons of that. Right, of course, from the live show. Yeah. Now if uh, last question for you. If um what do you think the legacy of the show is? Um, I think what I love about the show is I think it's the music and the, and the, I think we were ahead of our time in terms of like creating adult friendly content right? and creating these like kind of boy band, girl bands for young kids. Yeah. Like we had the head mic, we had the choreography, we had, like, it was very current. We like, yeah. it was almost, I mean, like, 
it was almost too current. Like, you know, we like, we worked with, yeah. we worked with choreographers that choreographed, you know, for like Britney Spears. So right. I think like our choreography, our, our, our style of our show was, we didn't, we didn't baby our kids. We didn't baby mm. our audience. We didn't like, we didn't talk to them like they were like stupid, you know, right. like we were just like told them how to feel. And it was to, at that moment, jump mm. up, scream and dance. So I think, if I'm proud of one thing, it's that it's that the best compliment that we got from parents was that, oh my God, you let me have my coffee in the morning and I actually don't mind hearing your music in the background. Right. Yeah. You know, because we had the same, we had similar, but I think two of our songs were produced by producers of, that worked with Prince. Oh, wow. Okay. We really went like our musical um, director who was amazing, mm -hmm. Carl Lennox. You'll actually see his name on like Rusty Rivets and like all those okay. shows. He was amazing and so well connected. And like yeah. his, his whole thing was like, I want to make like, unless you actually listen to lyrics, you won't know that it's a kid's song. Yeah. And I think he did a great job. Like some of those songs are just like so freaking cool. Like some of them are, you know, some of them are babyish, but yeah. most of them, like even like when you listen to Bird is the Word, it's like the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that's, that song is sick. It's like, yeah. it's a great song, you know, and Rockin' the World and Lisa has a million amazing ones. Yeah. So I think it's that. There's a meme going around actually like the last 10, like five years, my students that I teach now yeah. are posting it all the time. It's like, like you weren't cool if you didn't know the doodle bops or whatever. <laughs> right. And it's, yeah, it's like, it's, and then you like to read everyone's comments like, oh my God, they were so yeah. fun. And yeah, so I miss, I miss that part. You know, I right. like I watch things on Treehouse or Disney now and you know, it's, it's just different. I don't think, I still don't think that but I, I do think that we've changed yeah. the game. I think like you right. watch bubble guppies and it's yeah. pink, a pink bubble guppy and a blue bubble pink guppy. Bubble. And he goes, it's time yeah. for her. And he never Lunch. gets it right. Yeah. You know, and he's always like, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, it's time for That's yeah. totally recent. That was like Rooney and Dee Dee. Right. Yeah. You know, or there was that show, I forget what it was called, like Spartacus and someone. And he was tall and blue and she yeah. was in a pink like tennis skirt. That's totally yeah. us. Oh, that's uh, Lazy Town. I think that was what it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so right. Lisa came out like two years after we, yeah. you know, I think, I think, and it's awesome. No one's copying. Everyone's just, it's cool yeah. to know that we made a mark that way. Right. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, but like I said, you know, both my sons, and it's been a nice, a nice stretch. Uh, and it's good to actually get back into watching the show with him. And oh, the music, cool. the music is, is, like you said, it's, it doesn't suck. It's, you know, no. it's, 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 it's really good. And songs get, you know, they're in your head and you, you don't really mind that they're in your head singing to them. But uh, Chad, I really appreciate your time today. Best of luck teaching and, and enjoy your son too. <laughs> Thank you very much. Nice meeting you virtually. And a very special thanks to Chad for joining me today. And if you have a guest suggestion, you can hit me up on Twitter at the first Noel one nine or like the page living my youth on Facebook and go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Don't have iTunes? Not a problem. Show's on SoundCloud. It's also on Podbean. And go to livingmyyouth.threadless.com for all your merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, phone cases. They're all there. A new episode comes in every week. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then. <laughs>